This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Rodriguez for our Black and White Sports 2. Well, we're going to talk a little bit, oddly connected, to that about that Rams and 49ers game the other day. The Niners came out, dominated that game. Defense played well. Jimmy Garoppolo made some throws. He missed some throws. And I talked about that a little bit in yesterday's very lengthy video. But this is a different kind of video because we got a situation. If, if you were watching the game the other night, a protester ran out on the field and his ass got nailed by Bobby Wagner. Of course, he's a linebacker. He used to play with the Seattle Seahawks. Plays with the Rams now. And there's video of that. Well, I'll show it, okay? But what's crazy is this crazy-ass protester, activist, nutcase fan has decided to file a police report against Bobby Wagner. Yeah, for for tackling on the field. And look, I think Bobby Wagner just thought, let me put this guy down before he hurts somebody. We don't know what this crazy asshole is going to do. Understandable. That That's completely understandable. Um, so let's get to this. We'll take a look, and we'll go with, uh, let's go with, Let's go with this TMZ one first, okay? Uh, fan files police report over tackle. And, of course, there he is right there. He's got uh, pink um, uh, pink uh, smoke coming out. Bobby Wagner gets after him. The fan who was leveled by Bobby Wagner after running onto the field during the Monday night football game this week has now filed a police report over the incident TMZ has learned. Okay, so... Let's just look right here real fast. We'll see it. They're like coming across the field. Let me turn that down a little bit so because YouTube will nail me on this. Oh, my goodness. Boom. <laughs> he gets the crap stuck out of him. Oh, it was beautiful. Gets the crap stuck out of him. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm not hating on that at all. It's good technique. Uh, he put him down. Uh, very nice, Bobby Wagner. I think there is also an alternative. Let's let's look at this little alternative right here. Oh, Wait, let me turn this down. Okay, he's coming across this way. My cat's jumping up on the table while I'm recording. Boom! Stuck. Man, that's got nine and a half million views. Maybe I should have did a video on this sooner. I'd love to know why Die Hard is trending right now. Uh, so, the man went to the Santa Clara Police Department on Tuesday, following the Rams 49ers game, cops tell us and filed the report. A spokesperson did not reveal anything further, any further details. A rep for the Direct Action Everywhere organization whew, that took credit for the wild scene at Levi Stadium told us the report stems from a, a blatant assault by two Rams players. So they're calling this assault? Wow. As reported, two protesters jumped the railing 
at the stadium during the second quarter of the contest armed with pink smoke bombs and some damn tambourines. <laughs> they attempted to disrupt the action on the field. One of the protesters, a woman, was taken down before she could get onto the playing surface. The other protester, though, evaded security long enough to jaunt across the gridiron. The guy juked the stadium staffers for several seconds, but he headed towards Rams' sideline. Wagner, with some help from Takarius McKinley, I don't know if I said that right, security took over. The fans were eventually detained. Uh, and those weren't fans. There they are right there. Y'all look like some SJWs. Uh, security took over. The fans were eventually detained. According to the direct action everywhere, individuals performed the stunt in order to raise awareness for a trial involved involving the alleged theft of pigs from a factory farm. The organization said the man suffered a burn injury during the incident. Quote, otherwise, they said in a statement, they're a bit beaten up, but in good spirits. Wow. For his part, Wagner said after the game, he jumped in to help security for safety reasons. Quote, you don't know what that fan's got or what they're doing. Wagner was not arrested or charged with any crime. So I guess they are saying, and uh, let me see, I've got this brand new article that's come up. Uh, Quote, this is what Wagner also said. He's not making a play. Uh, Quote, that's just keeping it safe. You don't know what that fan's got, what they're doing. You see it all the time, and we don't know what they're carrying in their pockets. Whatever that little smoke stuff is. But we don't know what that smoke stuff is, but that shit could be dangerous. One of the guys on the other sideline, it looked like he got hurt. The security looked like he was struggling. So I was frustrated and took him out. <laughs> I got to tell you, that's a guy I actually, Bobby Wagner, he was a guy I kind of wish the Niners would have ran at. Uh, Wagner was smart, though. He said, well, I'll go to the Rams or I'll go to the Niners, one of the two. Uh, because I get to play my old team, the Seahawks, twice a year. These assholes go and file a police report. Unbelievable. And I get, I bet you money right now that both of these protesters that we've seen uh, in this are, are the we're protesting the latest thing types or we support the latest thing types. You know, the people, the NPCs has got all their they're different. They're Ukraine flags and their BLM crap and all that. All that and their avatar. We're supporting the latest trend. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the lunacy that these two file police reports. No charges as of yet. Surely there better not be. But, but we should recognize this is very, very liberal. Santa Clara in that area, right? That California, that California, San Francisco area. I don't know. Maybe this particular little splotch won't mess with these folks, but I don't know. It wouldn't shock me at this point. Would it you? It wouldn't me. Tell me what you think. Black and white sports two supporters. Oh, one way or another, we got the Niners in here sort of today. Peace. I'm out. Until next time, Black and White Network supporters, make sure you check out the Black and White Network merchandise store. Make sure you use promo code USA First, all one word. USA First, all one word, will get you 25% off. Go get them right now. 
Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Rudrance for Black and White Sports. Well, we got a couple of things involving Brittany Griner going on uh, right now. Of course, she's about to get an appeal for her 10-year sentence, 9-year sentence in Russia, of course. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. She brought in vape cartridges filled with cannabis oil, something that, generally speaking, carries about a 10-year sentence. In the rushes, she was over there uh, to play basketball, and... uh well, they grabbed her. They grabbed her and uh, because she broke Russian law. Now, you guys know we have covered this extremely extensively on this channel. Um, I had a video up probably 10 minutes after the news broke that she was detained in Russia and that Russia had had her. And we've covered every news story since. And the one thing that Russia has been very vocal about is... The United States, particularly the politicians and the White House, keeping their mouths shut on this case. Um, they are not happy that the Biden administration has um, labeled this, labeled her wrongfully detained. They don't feel that she's wrongfully detained. She brought an illegal substance into their country. And Russia has come out and made comments to the effect of, look, we don't care what the United States laws are. They went so far as to call Americans a bunch of drug addicts. Okay? So that tells you how rigid they are when it comes to something this serious. There was a, a point in this country when we were pretty rigid about things like this, too. Um, kind of miss those days sometimes. So leave it to uh, Karen Jean-Pierre to come out and make some comments that probably we will make Brittany Griner's situation worse. Plus, we got comments from Cheryl Griner, Brittany Griner's wife, because she's talking about her being a hostage in Russia right now. And uh, again, I don't know how any of this is good for Brittany. I mean, uh, this is the Moscow Times, by the way. The White House on Tuesday described an upcoming appeals hearing for jailed U.S. basketball star Brittany Griner in Russia as, quote, a sham. Griner, who was sentenced to nine years in prison in August for possessing vape cartridges with a small quantity of cannabis oil, is due back in court on October 25th. Here we go. White House Press Secretary Karen Jean-Pierre said, quote, we are aware of Russians' announcement that Brittany Griner will be forced to undergo another sham judicial proceeding, she should be released immediately. This is exactly the rhetoric that has pissed Russia off in, in all of this. They're livid over 
over another sham judicial proceeding and you telling her what to do with one of their prisoners. They're furious over that kind of rhetoric right now. That's not helping Brittany Griner. It's not. In, in August, Moscow said they were ready to discuss a prisoner swap for Griner, sparking hopes of a rapid resolution. However, talks have apparently since dried up with the White House saying they have not received an answer to, quote, a serious proposal. Yeah, they haven't even, it's not even a priority for Russia. So uh, let's, get to, let's get to Cheryl Griner's comments. She made these comments on CBS Mornings uh, this morning, I think, in fact. At all levels to bring Griner home immediately. So we went to Griner's home. She lives in Phoenix, where Cheryl told us feels like her wife is stuck in a hostage situation. It's like a movie for me. I'm like, in no world did I ever thought, you know, our president and a foreign nation president would be sitting down having to discuss the freedom of my wife. And so to me, as much as everybody's telling me a different definition of what BG is, it feels to me as if she's a hostage. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so her, her, her wife come out, made these comments, and called her... Uh, Brittany Griner, her wife, that she's in a hostage situation in her opinion right now. Um, and I, I get it. Look, I'm not saying Brittany Griner's wife is not upset. Okay. Um, of course she is. But the fact is, that's not really, it doesn't seem like that's what's really happened here. Or at least in the eyes of Russia, that's not what they feel has happened here. So... That's not helping Brittany Griner any, okay? Coming out and accusing uh, Russia of having taken Brittany Griner as a hostage when they're already mad about the rhetoric that the White House and Joe Biden and, and how politicians have handled this case, they think that's going to, what, get this, get this sparked up or move it along quicker because... Russia has not even answered or acknowledged our offer for arms trader Victor Bout. It's not a priority. Like I've said in previous videos, that came out a couple weeks ago. It's not a priority for them right now. Uh, so, I mean, I get it. Uh, I get where Cheryl Griner's is coming from, but I don't think that helps her wife in any little bit. I, I, I truly do not believe that. I, it seems to me like a lot of people, if they truly are interested in getting Brittany Griner home, again, I hope she comes home uh, loving America more than when she left, this kind of stuff is not helping her out a bit. It's making it worse. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. I'm back. Rodriance for our Black and White Network. We're going to talk about Ron DeSantis, Hurricane Ian, and of course, uh, my partner in crime, John Matrix, made some videos the other day. It's been well chronicled now. We've seen what Kamala Harris come out and said. She tried to play some identity politics involving uh, a hurricane. <laughs> a hurricane. Uh, now, natural disasters are racist. You sons of bitches. We're only going to help people Based on their color, equity, now is the time. Let's play politics 
when how many people have died? A hundred? More than a hundred? Man, I saw a story this morning where a guy was talking about uh, his buddy literally texted him and was like, oh, crap, I'm scared. The water's coming in. Never heard from him again. Died. That quick. That's crazy. Uh, so Ron DeSantis has come back, and he has, he has answered Kamala Harris. And we also got some, uh, and you know NBC News. <laughs> NBC News was involved in a poll. And you know they hated putting this one out. You know they did because Charlie Chris down in Florida is getting the doors blown off of him by Governor Ron DeSantis. I think we all believe Governor Ron DeSantis will be president of the United States at some point, whether it's 2024 or 2028, depending on what President Trump does. Ooh, I bet President Trump's coming back to Twitter pretty soon. Rot row. Uh, so Twitter's going to be a good place again. It was a good place for like two months, and then all of a sudden it went back to being a dumpster fire. Let's get to this, and we'll get to uh, we'll also take a look at video where Ron DeSantis answers uh, Kamala Harris back. A pollster called Florida gubernatorial candidate. Oh, I gotta talk right, Charlie Crist. Quote defanged. How about limp dick? Is that one? After a survey showed him. Badly trailing Republican Governor Ron DeSantis. The Mason-Dixon polling and strategy survey showed Chris trailing DeSantis by 11 points. (laughs) Wow, 11 points. So Brad Coker attempted to explain why Democratic Challenger is losing. Oh, Lord. The survey was conducted. September 28th, as Hurricane Ian was putting the Sunshine State in the national news cycle. In an NBC News report, Coker suggested Chris is at a disadvantage because he wasn't in office during the deadly storm. Quote, DeSantis is going to be Governor Hurricane for the next couple of weeks. The disadvantage Chris has is twofold. Number one, he's a worthless SOB. Oh, that's not what this says. He's completely out of the news. Is he? He's completely irrelevant. (laughs) Have you ever seen a candidate for governor be largely not involved? I mean, that's that's how big of a, a disadvantage this fool's got against DeSantis. He's completely out of the news, and he never managed a hurricane, so he can't stand up and point to what he did. So Chris is totally, totally defanged, Coker said. NBC News puts a spotlight on the comment, headlighting an article about the survey. Quote, DeSantis leads a, quote, defanged Chris as hurricane polls shows. Despite the pollster noting that Chris has a disadvantage because he wasn't empowered during the hurricane, NBC later added that Mason Dixon's poll results are essentially unchanged from a prior survey on Coker conducted in February. The same pollster once urged voters not to overlook Nikki Freed, who was lost by a landslide to Chris in the August primary. Quote, don't count her out. Well, she got destroyed. I wouldn't bet my house on it, but if I had 100 bucks I found under a rock, I bet on Nikki Freed. Coker told CNN ahead of the primary. NBC News added the poll shows DeSantis is winning a higher 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Chair of the Republican vote, then Chris is of the Democratic vote. DeSantis is about to get a lot of moderate Democrats voting for him. I can tell you that right now. And the governor is getting more and more Democratic voters when compared to the percentage of Republican voters picking Chris. Who are the Republican voters? Do they all look like Liz Cheney and Mitt Romney? Just wondering. Are they walking around literally looking like that? Let's look at DeSantis answering Kamala here. I think she's trying to play uh, identity politics with a, with a storm and a natural disaster. And, and I think it's ridiculous. And, and, and honestly, we had the FEMA administrator in Florida with us, and she threw cold water on that. So that is not going to happen. It's yeah. totally not appropriate. Uh, you don't have to politicize every single tragedy in this country. Um, and I think people, I tell you, in Florida are really sick of the nonsense. They just want people to, to be helped. They want everyone to band together, and they want us to get these communities back on our feet. You know what happened, folks? Democrats were sitting around, and right after George Floyd, they could, they could pull out a card. They could show, you know, well, hold on. I've got, I've got some cards right here. Uh, some Empire Strikes Back cards. I'll just pull them out right quick. And maybe I will. Hell, I don't know. All right, so they just pulled out some cards, and they were like, look at George Floyd. You see that? That's a race card. Imperial Pro- Well, which one is that? Imperial Probe Droid. That's a race card right there. We pulled that race card out. So when it comes to us losing... In the Florida governor race, let's pull that good old race card out and see how that works out. Here's the problem. For the last, like, year and a half, 18 months, even some Democrats are like, put the race card up because it's, it, it's not working. Your low-hanging fruit, your no-IQ fruit known as the race card, the race card is, is starting to come up declined when you run it. <laughs> declined, low on funds. Um. And that's what's going on with Kamala. Not to mention, Kamala just looks terrible in everything she's trying to talk about. And she's lost any credibility she might have ever had. I don't know if any of you guys thought she was credible. I didn't. I didn't. I never thought uh, Kamala Harris was credible. Um, DeSantis is a powerful force, okay? He's proven it with a lot of things. Again, I've called him proactive not reactive as a governor, and I think it's a big deal. He tends to go after issues before the issues become issues. That's what I'm talking about. And when you start getting liberal pundits and liberal commentaries from people like Bill Maher and Joe Rogan talking about they think you might make a good president and they like you, oh, okay, So you are getting people in the middle, which I contend is necessary to win presidential elections. So there you go. He answers him back. Let's not play identity politics uh, during a a crisis right now, okay? And Charlie Crist, 
I, I wanted to show that because he's getting the doors blown off of him. But was he ever really involved anyway? I don't think so. I mean, of the most popular governor in the United States. Did that limp dick, gray-headed fool think he was ever going to get voted in? Stop that. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Black and White Network supporters, make sure you check out the Black and White Network merchandise store. Make sure you use promo code USA First, all one word. USA First, all one word will get you 25% off. Go get them right now. I'm back. Rudrance for our Black and White Network. Well, look at this. Elon Musk is going to buy Twitter after all. I mentioned this in the video that's probably going to be put out beforehand. I don't know yet. But he's probably going to go ahead and buy Twitter. And uh, because of that, of course, the SJWs are having their standard operating procedure <laughs> meltdown, right? And... Um, that's fine. Let them have a meltdown. I'm not going to chronicle every meltdown they're have, having here at all. Um, all I know is for like the first two months or three months after Elon said he was buying it, Twitter got fun all of a sudden. We was on there. We was partying. All of a sudden, I started seeing conservatives, these voices that I guess had been squashed this whole time, just were all through my feed. And I was like, wow, this, this Twitter's a funner Twitter. I like this Twitter better. Um, and then all of a sudden, when we found out that some of some of the shadiness, that maybe Twitter, all their accounts aren't real. And I can tell you right now, all their accounts aren't real. I mean, they've got some bots and a lot of them on there. But for whatever reason, Musk has decided to go through with this. And, and it's got them freaking out. Why? Because this is huge. This is going to be huge. What does that mean? Trump's coming back to Twitter. He's got to be coming back to Twitter. And already, CNN is writing articles. Now, CNN... Is this on? CNN, you do understand you just got hit with a defamation lawsuit from Donald Donald J. Trump, correct? Can I talk? Donald J. Trump just filed a damn lawsuit against you? 475 million large for defamation but you're you're writing articles about this already uh and guess what donald might be back before the midterms oh boom 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 okay let's get to this we're going to talk about elon and then we'll get to cnn and donald interesting musk will buy twitter after all striking a welcome blow for free speech this is uh fox news Elon Musk is back at it, driving the left crazy and confounding investors. The mercurial Tesla founder has agreed to buy Twitter after all at $50.20 per share agreed upon all those many contentious months ago. The head-spinning turn of events has the woke left up in arms. The Hill quoted Angelo, Angelo, Cart, Cart, uh, Carso, what? Who? President of the ultra liberal media matters. Let's just put it that way. Claiming that Musk will quote 
will turn Twitter into a fever swamp of dangerous conspiracy theories, partisan shenanigans, and operational harassment. Or operation operationalized harassment. I can't read for shit today. Uh, so, <laughs> I mean, are you kidding me right here? You basically just you basically just came out and gave a description of how everybody that is a conservative feels on Twitter right now. Because this is what the left does right here all day, every day on Twitter, currently speaking. Yeah. Bridget Todd, a communications director of the Women's Advocacy Group, Ultraviolet, asserted in a statement, Elon Musk is about to rip open Pandora's box and flood the Internet once again with hate, misogyny, racism, and conspiracy theories. Oh, man. Jesus. I I almost made a comment about her box right there, but I didn't. So uh, just read between the lines. All this outrage because Musk has vowed to create a, quote, virtual town square and has described himself as a champion of free speech. Worse, Musk suggested that he might vote Republican. Actually, he did come out and say he would vote Republican. He would. For millions of Americans, Twitter and Facebook interfering in the 2020 election by suppressing the damaging Hunter Biden laptop story and giving Joe Biden a free pass is a threat to democracy. He didn't like that one little bit. He didn't because New York Post, well, is the New York Post, and they blocked the damn story. (laughs) You know, it wasn't like it was some obscure website that got a hold of Hunter's laptop. It was the New York Post. It was a legitimate story. And they, they, they hid the son of a gun. They suppressed it. Before the election, they knew exactly what they were doing. Musk deal could see Twitter back, uh, see Trump back on Twitter by midterms. Oh, no, CNN business. Elon Musk's decision this week, once again, to move forward with his deal to acquire Twitter, could see the return to the platform of former President Donald Trump, once the world's most influential tweeter. While Trump has previously said he would stay on his own social media platform, True Social, rather than return to Twitter, the former president may find the lure of tens of millions of Twitter followers difficult to resist. Quote, I do think it was not correct to ban Donald Trump. I think it was a mistake. Musk said in a press conference in May, pledging to reverse the ban if he becomes the company's owner. Despite agreeing to take over the company earlier this year, Musk soured on the idea over the summer and spent months battling to get out of it. Twitter sued to force him to complete the deal. It's funny how all this started, because first he got in it, they didn't want him in it, then he was like, you know what, I think a lot of this shit is fake, let me get the hell out of it, and then they're like, and then he's come back, and of course they kind of celebrated on Twitter, the wokes did, and, and then all of a sudden he's back, and now they're freaking out again. I mean, it's kind of hilarious. If the deal goes through, it could be it could soon return be the t- return to Trump. Good God, what was once his preferred social media platform? Trump, whose tweets as president often drove an agenda in Washington D.C., had almost ninety million followers before he was banned permanently by the platform two days after the January sixth BS riots. It's unclear whether Trump would automatically regain his followers if unbanned. Twitter said it made a decision, quote, due to the risk of further incitement of violence. 
Uh, in speaking in May, Musk argued banning Trump from Twitter didn't end Trump's voice. It will amplify it among the right, and this is why it's morally wrong and flat stupid. Musk also said he is against permanent bans more broadly and could open the door for far-right personalities and conspiracy theorists to return to the platform. Oh, no. Jack Dorsey, who was CEO of Twitter when the company banned Trump, but has since left the company, responded saying he agreed there should not have been permanent bans. He said Trump's was a business decision and shouldn't have been. So, I mean, Jack Dorsey is even uh, coming back and saying, look, I know it's a little late. We screwed the pooch. Trump shouldn't have been out to begin with. It was a bad idea. Get your popcorn ready. Get your popcorn ready. I'm looking forward to this. Look, I know, uh, I know the Donald is saying he's not going back to Trump, uh, Twitter. My God, not going back to Twitter. Um, but uh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that because honestly, you know, he could do some cross cross platform pollination to grow his own platform, right? He could. I mean, Twitter, we use it. We use it as as a means to just get our get our our videos out, our articles out, all that sort of thing. And unfortunately, that is the place that Twitter is viable, even if it is the worst place Earth's ever seen. I've got to be real here. And I've thought this for quite some time. I'm starting, I start wondering if Facebook and Twitter and InstaFace, I know it's Instagram, but you get the point. I, I'm starting to think if they really were the true downturn where, where we all started spiring down that toilet bowl um, across the country. Because let's face it, a lot of the decisions that have been made by the wokesters and by corporations, et cetera, et cetera, when it comes to wokeness, CRT, grooming, all this stuff, plat- platform that, that has most celebrated that has been Twitter. Plain and simple. That's a fact. Tell me what you think. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Black and White Network supporters, make sure you check out the Black and White Network Merchandise Store. Make sure you use promo code USA First, all one word. USA First, all one word will get you 25% off. Go get them right now. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. All right, guys, we're going to be talking a little bit of uh, basketball here in this video. The NBA's G League actually played a game against a French team. Now, guys, when it comes to uh, player names, there's a lot of unique names in the NBA uh, because you do have uh, foreign players. Uh, Giannis, I even have a hard time sometimes actually saying his name. Antetokounmpo doesn't roll, roll off the tongue very easily. But this one player who actually plays for the French team has a very, very unique name. Very uni- unique name, folks. So if you saw the thumbnail, you probably already saw the name. I'm not making this up, guys. This His name is so unique that even ESPN 
because they were actually airing the game. They laughed at it. Here we go, guys. French basketball player Steve Ho U Fat <laughs> goes viral over his day. I'm laughing at it out, folks. And I found out about this this morning. And boy, I still can't get over his name. That was actually on the back of his jersey. It says here a French basketball player named Steve Hoyu Fat has be- has become an overnight viral sensation. Why do you ask? Well, his name is Steve Hoyu Fat. That's why. While American NBA fans analyze projected draft picks, uh, Victor, like this one here, I probably can't even pronounce right, uh, Wimbanyama and Scoot Henderson of the uh, G League and Night Squad in their game against France's Metropolitan 92 team, fans became distracted by the name of a certain player on the French squad. The player who caused the distraction was none other than Steve Hoyufat, power forward. Now, maybe because he's French, I don't know if he actually speaks English. In English, um, when you say Hoyufat, that's not very good right there. Just throwing that out there. Um, it says here, Hoyufat was born in um, uh, Cayenne, French Guiana. And has been uh, playing professional basketball across France since 2008. Uh, Fox News reports he has uh, played for Cholet Basquet, Olympic uh, Antibes. My French is not very good. So you can see the list of names there. They, a lot of more in French. My French is not very good. But anyway, listen to the clip here, guys, of the ESPN analyst right here uh, laughing because uh, whole you fat. Is going to come up. He's going to shoot the ball. He's going to miss it. And listen to this, guys. Assault. Curling off the screen. Driving baseline. Oh, you fat. With a three. Yes, I just said that. That is that man's name. Don't tweet at me. I don't want to tweet from anybody. That's the man's name. See, even ESPN had to laugh at the name. But, man, apparently this man is going viral everywhere. Uh, Fox News has an article on it. Larry Brown Sports. This is very, very funny, guys. Very, very funny. I'm not trying to make fun of um, the man's name. I'm just not. But maybe now, guys, he actually may sell some jerseys now here in the United States because this is very, very unique. What an interesting name, guys. Very, very interesting name. Uh, What do you guys think of the name Steve? That I actually got pronounced right. Oh, you fat. A viral sensation, and the only shot that I actually saw him take, he missed it. His name will live on in infamy. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white sports fans, let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure to subscribe to the channel, and we'll catch you next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. All right, guys, let's talk about the NBA and LeBron James. 
LeBron James is only somewhere around 1,600 points away from breaking Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's all-time NBA scoring record. Now, LeBron James, I do believe, will end up passing up Kareem. I believe he needs to average something like 16 points a game to actually pass Kareem for the season. I believe he's actually going to do that pretty easily. I mean, last season, even though LeBron missed a ton of games, averaged um, 30 points per game. He's still a productive player. Now, the only question is, is his health? If his health actually does hold up, and um, I believe that um, really no matter what, I don't believe LeBron James is going to average like 16 points a game. I mean, he averaged 30 last season. He, he'll probably average something like 25. I mean, LeBron James is a physical freak of nature. But however, LeBron James is also woke. And so is one Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, the NBA's all-time leading scorer. Now, ever since the virus came along, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar has been insane. Completely insane. He He's actually been attacking Kyrie Irving. Uh, he actually called for uh, Kyrie Irving's uh, sponsors to actually drop him for his stance on not getting a jab and actually mainly um, sharing a video of Alex Jones from 20 years ago. Kareem has just went completely nuts. And it definitely seems, you know, that uh, we have some woke on woke crime because uh, he also came down on LeBron James because LeBron James is not a bit fan of getting a jab. Now, LeBron James got the jab mainly so he would, wouldn't really have restrictions back in, uh, I believe, last season or season before last I'm not a bit fan of it. He believes that um, just like we do here, shockingly, that if you want to get the jab, that's your business. He wasn't really a fan of it. And Kareem Abdul-Jabbar has just went nuts. And I believe that really kind of put a strain on any kind of relationship that him and LeBron actually had. I don't believe they actually had any type of relationship. And uh, LeBron James has now let it be known that really he can actually really care less. Here we go, guys. LeBron James bluntly says he has no relationship with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar as scoring record looms. LeBron James breaking Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's NBA all-time scoring record feels like an inevitability at this point. But the Los Angeles Lakers star made it clear Tuesday it will not be a passing of the torch between friends. After the Lakers 105-75 loss to the Sacramento Kings. I didn't know they were actually playing on uh, preseason games already, but anyway. Um, anyway, they lost to the Kings in their, their opening on uh, preseason game. James was asked about the possibility of breaking Abdul-Jabbar's record this season and if he had a relationship with the Lakers icon. James' response was, Frank, nah, no thoughts and no relationship. But guys, you got to actually see it. He put it pretty bluntly right here. This is some woke on woke crime. Now, guys, we've actually talked many, many times about the uh, the dangers of wokeness. Eventually, the woke will eat each other alive. You can never, ever be woke enough. And I believe that's the case here with um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and LeBron James. Now, also, I do believe that Kareem really does not want his record broken. I mean, guys that actually want their record broken, I believe that they're actually lying about that. I'm pretty sure that Emmett Smith does not want his rushing record broke. Emmett Smith back in college said that he wanted to be the all time leading rusher in NFL history. And he did that. There's no way in the world that I believe he would actually want that broken. 
Same thing with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He wants his record to stand, but it looks like it's actually going to fall. But listen to uh, LeBron James here when a reporter asked him about Kareem, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. LeBron, would you having a chance to get the all-time scoring record this year? Do you have any thoughts on Kareem? And also, if you have a relationship with him? No. No thoughts. And no relationship. Wow, just the way he actually said it right there. Very, very blunt. No thoughts. No relationship. So, guys, when LeBron James ends up breaking his record, I think it's going to be safe to say that uh, Kareem Dujabar will not be on hand. I don't believe that he will. Now, it's going to be interesting, guys, if he actually breaks the, the record at home. I'm pretty sure that the Lakers would probably want him to break the record at home. They may actually try to engineer that to where the Laker fans actually um, witness this. But I don't believe for one second that um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar will be on hand for this. I just don't. Uh, Kareem, man, he has been went really, really nuts. We talked about LeBron James and how woke he is. Kareem may actually be on another level at this point because of his insanity about the virus attacking anybody that doesn't want to get the jab or anybody that takes a stance with uh, which he may actually consider anti-vats. Now, Kareem Dujabar is 75 years old. I believe he still has uh, lung cancer. But these guys like LeBron, Kyrie Irving, they're in the prime of their life. And uh, if they don't want to get the jab, then they don't want to get the jab. But what really, really triggered uh, Kareem with Kyrie was really um, the Alex Jones thing. But he actually did say that LeBron James should be embarrassed about his stance on the jab. There's a bunch of bad blood. I mean, if you guys remember, LeBron actually uh, tweeted out that uh, Spider-Man meme right there. And boy, that triggered a whole bunch of people here. A whole bunch of people. Um, could LeBron and um, Kareem in- end up speaking? Highly doubt it. Highly doubt it. The woke will eat each other alive. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white sports fans, let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure to subscribe to the channel. And we'll catch you next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports.